Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to Talking the Star. This is not Connor Livesay, as you can hear, I'm sure. This is not his voice. This is the voice of Dalton Miller, his co-host. I'm with our third co-host here, Cole L. Patterson. Cole, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well, man. Um, got that season behind us. Now it's uh, you know full full-blown draft season, so it's kind of exciting to... You know, start diving into who the Cowboys could draft and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's also pretty good weather here in Dallas right now. You know, it's in the 60s. Can't complain about that. So, not doing too bad. How about you? Yeah, you know, I'm not doing too bad either. We're we're gonna like put stuff down on our uh, not driveway but our garage, and the weather's been good here. But okay. on the weekends, it's gotten cold, and when it gets down to a certain mm-hmm. temperature, we can't put the stuff on. And yeah. so we haven't been able to do it, so we've been sitting on it, and our car's got to be outside, and it's rained a little bit, so it's just been a little bit tough in, in, in that respect uh, with mm-hmm. the weather. Other than that, man, I've been yeah, in draft rain, yeah. Yeah, other than that, man, I've been in draft season yeah. for a while now. Uh, it, it really started up for me kind of right after Dak went down. I kind of figured which way this yeah. season would go, um, and then I gave up yeah. pretty quickly when I saw what they were. Obviously, we had that little turnaround. Defense started to turn the ball over. So what I wanted to talk about today was to kind of go through position by position. Hey, what do we see with this position going into next year? Do we need to add anybody at this position? Do we need to replace anybody at this position? Um, Then we'll take a break, uh, come back, do the defense, get the people out of here, and we'll uh, start to transition to talking the draft. Sweet. Sounds good. All right, so at quarterback, we're obviously going to let Dak walk and draft the quarterback <laughs> at 10, right? That's what's happening? All right, we're not going to roll with Andy Dalton or Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> I mean, all we need is a bus driver quarterback, right? Save some yeah. money. Just need our some, offensive line to get a little bit healthier. Find some more Dante Pose on the defensive side of the ball, and I think we'll be straight. Yeah, exactly. Think If you don't pay Dak, think about how much money you have you know, for Steven to not spend in free agency. Get more Daryl Worley's in the, in the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that should obviously be priority number one, you know, re-signing Dak. I think, I think. Um, I mean, many people have alluded to, to it as well, but the, with Kellen Moore re-signing, you know, turning, either turning down the Boise State job or taking his name out of consideration, I think that does kind of signify that if it's not already a done deal, there's at least some talks and progress going on between the Cowboys and Dak that 
this thing's going to get done. Now, whether that's in March or if we have to go through the whole franchise tag saga into the summer remains to be seen. But I do think at the end of the day that they do get this done, this deal done with Dak. And I think, I think at least, I think Steven and Jerry are coming around to, hey, Dak is really important. I think, you know, the, this season kind of showed them. You know, last year they're trying to save some money here and there. I think this year really reminded them how how important a true franchise quarterback is. And I think this deal does get done. Um, I know there are some members of, you know, Cowboys Twitter that kind of want them to roll back with Andy Dalton, um, you know, spend the money on the defense, draft on the defense, save your, save your money at quarterback, which really doesn't make sense to me. It's kind of like, you know, it's, I mean, if you're – quarterback's the most important thing in – on the team, why would you save money in that area? If you're going to save money, it's to find other, find other positions. Um, but yeah, I think we both agree. I think all three of us agree that signing Dak is priority number one for the offseason. Yeah, no, I, I think that it is too. Um, I would be pretty shocked if they don't go into 2021 with Dak Prescott now. The one issue is cap space. Uh, we know that already. Getting a deal done helps the Dallas Cowboys because it will allow them to uh, maneuver around the, the cap hit um, in Dak Prescott's first year of his deal. So I, I do think that that's going to be really important uh, for yeah, them yeah. to get done. And it, it sounded like Jerry legitimately uh, wanted to get a deal done with Dak Prescott. Um, and then, you know, I heard from a, a little birdie uh, that – Todd France and Jerry Jones have been in contact with each other yeah. since Sunday. That's um, good news. Which is yeah, good news. I yeah. don't I don't believe Todd France and Stephen Jones are on speaking terms. And yeah. when it comes to yeah, yeah. Uh, when it comes to getting this deal done, going through Jerry is the better way to go than the more conservative yeah. Stephen. Uh, so I, I do think this deal ends up getting done. Might end up looking back at this and be like, you guys are stupid. Obviously, they weren't going to get this done. Um, but, you know, we'll we'll just have to wait and, and see. Yeah. What, what do you want to do from a backup standpoint next year? Do you want to see if you can retain Andy Dalton? Do you want to see, uh, you know, what free agent quarterbacks are out there? Uh, maybe look, see if Cam Newton uh, would want to back yeah, up sure. Dak Prescott. Um, for a cheap price, or, or do you want to roll with what you have in, in Gilbert and um, and whatever else that you have? <laughs> yeah, um, I think Cam would definitely be the most intriguing option, of course. I think that would obviously garner the most headlines, and I do think that, um, especially this season, you know, there's no guarantee Dak's going to stay healthy. I think we kind of took that for granted that he'd always be in the field. Um and obviously, Sonny and Donald smart, even in the moment, but there's still some of us who are like, yeah, we're never going to have to use them. Maybe maybe like last year at the Eagles game where he can't feel his arm, maybe one game here or there. Um, but as we saw this year, you can never really predict that. So if we're, if we're living in like fantasy world and a hypothetical world, I think Cam Newton would be a really cool option to have as a backup. Uh, now, I don't think that actually does happen. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Cam does end up in a division, though. I, I could see him ending up in Washington with Ron Rivera. Um, maybe he gets a shot there. As far, as far as the Cowboys, I think Andy Dolan's kind of played himself into at least consideration to be a starting quarterback somewhere else or at least compete, maybe a bridge guy on another team, maybe be a one-year deal, like a stopgap at another franchise. I think he's going to cost too much for the Cowboys, especially now that they're going to have to pay Dak 
it's not like they can spend a lot of money on a backup to begin with. Um, but I do think Garrett Gilbert, I think, um, now, maybe the Steelers game was just a one-time game. We won't see that again. But he played pretty well in that game. against pretty good defense. Um, he's from he's from Texas. You know, I think he takes some pride as being a Cowboy. I do think he is a quality backup for Dak. Um, obviously, you don't want him to be the guy um, for more than a game or two. But um, I think Dak has, for the most part, shown some durability. Um, and I think he's going to return recover fine and be back, um, if not 100%, very close to it. So um, I wouldn't mind. I would probably, uh, sorry to drag the answer, I'd probably, um, you know, re-sign Gilbert or at least have Gilbert back in the building next year and probably take another flyer like what you did at the new chief, maybe take quarterback day three um, just to add some more talent in that room. Yeah, I don't think that that's a bad, you know, opportunity to take. Uh, if you want to go and draft a guy on day three, I think that drafting a quarterback, you know, every other year until you find mm-hmm. somebody that you're comfortable with, you know, being a competent backup. And then even then, I think you should always have a developmental guy uh, on the practice squad because uh, you're going to have a guy there anyways, but you would like to have one that you are actually trying to develop into at least a backup quarterback. Um, what about running back? Because I, I don't mm. think this will take too long because I don't think there's much to go on here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously we all have our own thoughts about Ezekiel, about paying running backs. Um, whatever you want to discuss, but I think we both agree that Ezekiel will be back next season. I don't think there's any way they trade him. I think there's any way they cut him. Um, obviously the cap hit is a factor. I don't know any team that wants to trade for him at this rate. Uh, it's not that he's a bad running back, per se. Like, he's not a horrible running back. But I still don't think anybody's going to want to take his contract and give up a piece for him. Um, so I think he'll be back. What I do want, and I, I'm sure I'm not the only one, what I do want for next season is some more Tony Pollard, though. Um, I saw, I think it was you that tweeted during the Giants game. Um, was it, it was Giants or Philly. It was either this past Sunday or Sunday before. Uh, where Zeke just looked more fresh and you're just talking about, you know, them splitting snaps. Maybe you don't have to give it straight 50-50, but you don't have to give it to Zeke Elliott 100% of the snaps just because he um, got the big contract. Like, hey, you can use Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is going to be good in Spurs. You can use him on uh, different downs. You can get the ball in his hands as a receiver and as a runner. You can give Zeke Elliott breaks to make him look more fresh. And He broke off some big runs against Philadelphia, partly because of that. So, uh, again, I don't think there's any changes in the running back room, at least none significant. Maybe they add a third running back. Maybe they do something here or there um, in the draft or in free agency, undrafted free agency to add to the room. But I do think Ezekiel and Tony Pollard are still both going to be the top two guys. This is a matter of how much Pollard are we going to see in 2021. No, I'm right there with you. I, I think, you know, you bring Zeke back, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's not really much you can do there. Uh, you bring him back, you bring Tony Pollard back, uh, and you give them more of a split. Try to keep them as fresh as possible. Hell, give give Rico Dowdle a couple carries here yeah. and there as well. As long as the man is active, get him in the game, give him a few yeah, carries. As well. oh, yeah. Make sure that those guys are as fresh as possible because if you get them on a sustained drive and they're coming in and out, and they're able to catch a breather in between plays, and these defenders aren't able to get off the field and take their breaths, 
that's how you how you get things done. That's how you mm-hmm. get these explosive runs. Yeah. That's how you have Ezekiel Elliott breaking two, three, four tackles on a single play because guess what? He didn't play the week before, and he's not taking 95% of the snaps in this game. So, yeah, give him less snaps, let mm-hmm. him be fresher, and I think you're going to see the best version of Zeke that you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, – yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I think, I think a – Obviously, a fresher Ezekiel Elliott just makes his team that much better. I, don't, I hope they go into next season just knowing that they don't have to give him the bulk of the carries just because of the contract. And that it's okay. We're not going to be mad. In fact, we'll be the opposite if they split carries and let him be more fresh. I think he himself would like that as well. I mean, he's more productive that way. Yeah, no, I, I do too. Uh, but I want to move on. Let's talk about the wide receivers. Um, obviously, I mean, yeah. I assume because there's always talks about trading either Amari Cooper or Michael Gallup, uh, depending on the week, um, depending on how they performed the week prior. And then obviously C.D. Lamb is going to be around. But you have Noah Brown and Cedric Wilson, who are both going to be free agents. Don't know how expensive they'll be. Don't know if you'll be able to retain either of them. Um, but if you can, you want to keep either of them around. And uh, would you be interested in trading either one of the receivers? Ooh. You said the free agents were Cedric Wilson and who else? Uh, Cedric oh, Wilson and that. Noah Brown. Yeah, I mean, I think both have shown flashes at different points this season. Um, you know, Cedric Wilson had a really big breakout game against Seattle when Dak was still, you know, behind center. And it looked like he was going to you know, take off. It never really happened. I think part of that was is contributed attributed to the fact that Dak went down with injury. Maybe it's different if he's out there rather than Andy Dalton, Ben Danucci and Garrett Gilbert. Maybe Cedric Wilson does build on the performance. Noah Brown also, he was getting targeted late in the season. They were going to him, they were feeding him, and it seems like no matter who the coach is, no matter who the head coach or position coach is, um, they love him and he's got a spot on this roster. Um so I do happen to believe that at least if not both of them come back. At least one, I would think, is a good candidate to be back in, on the team. And if I had to choose between the two, me personally, I'd go with Cedric Wilson. Um, I just like what he brought, like I said, in that Seahawks game. I think he um, is a good complement to the uh, big three at the wide receiver position. Um, I, I re- I'm a big fan of his. I'm not saying he can ever be a top two, top three guy, but I think as a fourth receiver, he's a very uh, good piece to this offense. And as far as trading, Huh. Man, if you asked me, I guess, earlier in the season, I probably would have leaned to maybe moving Amari just because I really liked Gallup and I really liked CD, and I think you could get a lot for Amari from another team. But, man, Amari, obviously had a big season. I don't care that he was not a Pro Bowl selection. I think it's crazy that he wasn't. He really took off this year and had one of his best seasons of his career with four different quarterbacks, which is just insane. I think he really solidified his spot in Dallas. Um, obviously, you're not trading C. Oh, no. What happened? Well, we might have lost Cole. They never oh. me, I know I'm a huge fan of Gallup. I know you are. I know Connor is. Um, many Cowboys fans are. Am I breaking up? You were breaking up there for a second, yeah. Are you back? Uh-oh. I don't hear him again. All right, so I'll I'll move on to the rest of the receivers here. Um, am I breaking up? Yeah, you're breaking Sorry, up. Sorry, am I bad? Do you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you now. Oh, yeah, I don't know me... if it'll continue, but okay. Um, oh, do you want me? Do you want to take a break right now, or no? Nah, we'll we'll keep going here for a second. Uh, I'll finish up on the okay. receivers. Um, okay. so for me, yeah. I, for me, it, it's obviously the top three. Um, and then I would like to keep one of said Wilson or Noah Brown. I don't really have uh, an issue whether, you know, which one you take. You also have John Day Johnson on a futures contract, uh, and you liked him a little bit. There's going to be a million receivers uh, that are going to or, or should be mocked to the Dallas Cowboys in the later rounds. Um, you know, somebody who can come in, be a wide receiver four or five, play some special teams. And so I think that's what you should probably do there at receiver. Um, tight end, I think, should be set. Um, you have mm-hmm. one more year of Dalton Schultz, um, and then he's come on really strong this year. By the way, yes, he's like, he's been really really good. I don't want to speak for you or Connor or anybody, but when Blake Jarwin went down, I was scared about that tight end position. I thought the Cowboys lost a big element of their offense. I had high hopes for Jarwin as as many people did. You know, he's really athletic and showed flashes with Dak uh, the previous season um the show's really stepped up i kind of wrote on this for abc sports dallas today just kind of talking about how he emerged and uh, i think you're definitely set i know i've seen people link kyle pitts to the cowboys um as much fun as that would be i'm not sure that would be the best use of resources just because of jarwin coming back i think you have to feel good about that position um and i think that's a complete 180 from how we fell in september i think shows is really if he if he isn't a starter next year, I think he at least is going to get a lot of snaps um, in the offense. So you have to feel really good about that spot. Yeah, no, I I do feel really good about that spot. And you know, having Blake Bell as somebody who can yeah. come in and be a tight end three is really really nice. Um, let's move on offensive line. Then we'll get to break and get to defense after that. Uh, Left to right, uh, Tyron, maybe. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. What, are, what are your thoughts on, you know, even if Tyron sticks around or doesn't even contemplate retiring, are you one that wants to look at offensive tackle early, uh, somebody that could be a replacement uh, for Tyron eventually, or, you know, come in and play right away, you know, whenever Tyron does decide that his back can't do it anymore? And that's not me saying – that Tyron is, you know, not as injured or whatever. He's definitely injured and can't play. I'm just saying that we know it's most likely going to be an issue at some point in the season. Are you there? Do you hear me? Yeah, sorry. I've had to switch my connection. Gotcha. Repeat um, your question about Tyron. Yes, so how, how do you feel about that situation, you know, with the draft or free agency, um, do you think they should look at a replacement early? Yeah, we had uh, um, Bobby Feld on the podcast a couple weeks ago, and he seems to really think that if he, I think he thinks Tyron's going to hang it up this offseason, if if not, um, I guess the latest next year. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat, you know, Tyron Smith's been injured a lot, as great as he is. These injuries, man, are piling up. He's getting older. Um, there's not a lot more that he has to prove. He's already among the elite in the NFL, so if he wants to retire, I don't think he 
uh, is risking anything as far as getting to, into Hall of Fame if that's his goal. I, I mean, I think he, his career set, his legacy set. Um, so I wouldn't be shocked if he retires. Uh, when we were in the top five, our projected pick in the top five, top three, um, I know you, you and Connor were strongly against it, but I was warming up to the thought of, uh, you know, considering Penisul, I thought he was the best offensive lineman in the draft. I think um, even if Tyron Smith came back, at worst case, you play him at guard and maybe slide him over when Tyron does hang it up. Now that they're picking at 10, I know you have Rashawn Slater um, projected to go high. Um, I don't know if he's still on the board when the Cowboys pick. Uh, I don't I don't think that that would be the best resource right now, um, just with all the other needs. But I do think that if it's not free agency or if it's at some point in the draft, they do need to at least prepare for that. Um, I'm not saying they have to have two elite offensive tackles. I think Leo Collins is on his way to being elite, and I think you're set at that position. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't concerned about the future of left tackle. Um, I don't know. Even if Tyron plays, I would be pretty shocked if he – I'm sorry, even if he is back next season, I don't think he plays a full 16-game uh, schedule. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that situation? Uh, I'm right there with you, and, you know, if you ask me right now, I want to go all defense, but that's just because that's where my excitement level is right now. But I think that when you get down to brass tacks, the more we hear, you know, during the offseason, I do think that offensive tackle is going to end up being a need for this football team from a name perspective. You know, for me personally, I I look at a guy like a healthy Dak Prescott and say Mm -hmm. that, you know, he's somebody who can survive if he yeah, has one okay. side of the offensive line that can hold its own. Um, and that's kind of how I feel. Now, if you're doing that, then you're looking for me personally. I'm looking to upgrade either one of the left side of the line guys. So either at left guard or left tackle, I'm trying yeah. to upgrade there. And if I can upgrade at left guard, maybe Connor Williams will be able to live on the outside as a swing tackle and he can be your swing offensive lineman. That's yeah. fine. And honestly – Connor played okay this year. But, mm-hmm. you know, those are the only two spots that I'm looking to do anything with. Um, Beatish or Baidez. By- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time, because every, not every <laughs> place, but I'm always listening to Steven and Jerry mm-hmm. on the radio. Say his name on it. Oh, I, I don't yeah. get it right anymore because of it. It's <laughs> uh, Beatish. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, with him being there, and then you still have Zach Martin. For me, I, I need to hear an update on Lyle. I need to figure out what's going on there. I know, you know, there were the rumors of him being out of shape. And then a hip injury, and I don't like a hip injury for an offensive tackle. Um, so I'm just really kind of hoping the best from there, and we'll find out. But we're going to go to break, come back. We're going to hit this defense and get you all out of here. This is Talking the Star. We'll be back right after this. Support for this show comes from Stolen Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Stolen Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else. 
and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. And we're back on Talking the Star. Um, we're just going to get right down to it. What is the biggest position of need for you personally? Do you have like a, a, a hierarchy for which position you think the Cowboys need more than any other? Um, Man, that's a difficult question because on defense they have so many needs, um, as, we, as we're all aware. Um Obviously, linebacker is a big need um, with Leighton Van Der and Jalen Smith not performing as, as well as they have in previous seasons. You know, that's a huge need, but I don't know if you take a off-the-ball linebacker in round one. Um, defensive end, you could argue, is a need with Auden Smith being a free agent, um, you know, knowing what you have across of um, on the opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. That could be a need. Um, me, personally, I think it's the secondary. That might be a little bit of a cop-out because I – don't know if up for safety or corner is the bigger need, but to me, I think that is a need that they do do need to address. I would probably say corner. I'll probably rank that higher on my board over safety, but I think really that's only because I know this organization isn't really prioritized the safety position, so I'm not going to get my hopes up that they're going to um, target one early in the draft or spend money in free agency. And the reason why I'm going with corner is because I'm excited about Trayvon Diggs' potential. I I think you you all are too. Um, It's just opposite of him, what do you have? Um, Wuzier is entering free agency. You've got Jordan Lewis entering free agency. Do they bring either one of those guys back? Um, They've both shown flashes, obviously. I know Jordan Lewis has a big fan club on Cowboys Twitter, but he's also had his struggles. Um, Wuzier could get some money from from somebody else that Dallas doesn't want to match. Um, Trayvon Diggs, as good as he showed he could be during his rookie year, he also had some bad moments. He got, you know, burned by Terry McLaurin. But, I mean, to his defense, a lot of corners could get burned by Terry McLaurin. So, you know, he's a young corner that's had multiple foot injuries. Um, so that doesn't – that I mean, that can't make you feel great. I do think that he, if they can lock down corner in round one, if that's with uh, Sertan, if that's with Farley, if that's with uh, Horn, any of those guys, I think I'd feel a lot better going into next year. Yeah, I think I'm with you there on what the biggest need is. Mm-hmm. I think it's corner as well. I do think that you need a number one guy opposite of Trayvon Diggs. Or not not a number one big. guy, but you need, a, you need to have that need another type. guy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need a, a guy that's going to be able to complement Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon yeah. Diggs, big physical corner, um, and they do move their corners around a little bit now. And if you're going to do that, you're going to probably shadow. If you're going to shadow, you're going to want guys to complement each other. So you're going to want a, a big, uh, athletic, you know, super fast, explosive type guy um, who may be a little bit safer. You know, doesn't take as many risks. Um, you know, somebody like uh, plays like Byron Jones a little bit. Um, yeah. That's no, crazy but, concept there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no. Um, 
There we go. That would have been. Only had that guy. But, but having yeah. somebody with that speed to keep up with the the speed that is you know coming into the NFL year in year out, we're seeing the guys that are really good after the catch and guys that can really stretch yeah. the field vertically are becoming more prevalent and more important in an NFL landscape. Um, and so I do think that corner is your biggest need. Um, for me, after that, it's the one technique defensive tackle. I think that with um, Hill and Gallimore, I think that you have two, three techniques that you can work with. I think that if you can get um, Woods back at a, a discounted price um, or a cheap vet price, I, I think that that would be a good option as your backup one, three, you know, your fifth interior guy. And then you need two one techniques, and I, I don't know if you can get one in free agency. I don't know if you're going to have the money to allocate there, but you need to have one. Um, and then you have to look at one, you know, possibly taking one in the NFL draft as well. And, you know, there's a couple guys that fit that bill in this draft that are going to be taken, you know, from rounds two, three, you know, all the way through undrafted territory. Um, it's a position that, you know, it, you can invest money in, you can invest resources in, and it could be really good. But it's a position that you can also get a guy on day three that can, you know, at least eat up a double team a little bit. Maybe, maybe won't be a playmaker, but can at least hold his ground and keep your linebackers who aren't playing well, um, keep them cleaner, and they will play better if they don't have a defensive tackle yeah. in their lap on every play. What? Do you think that this offseason we see any uh, change in their approach to defensive tackle or safety, or do you think it's going to be more of the same? Do you think this year um, – I don't know if I would say taught them anything, but do you, do you think reinforced the fact that they need to spend money or use a premium pick on that position, on either one of those positions, or do you think we're talking about the same things this time next year? Well, I definitely think that corner is a good spot to look at. Um, I think that they won't have any issues investing resources yeah. in that. I don't know about defensive tackle. That is an issue. Yeah. I was mainly I mentioning, like, you know, not to interrupt you, mainly talking about defensive tackle and safety, yeah. you know, those two. Like, I feel like those are the two positions Cowboys Twitter has been, you know, uh, banging the door on for years, it seems like. And every year we're talking about the same thing. I just wonder if, if this year is any different, if they do try to get, you know, a big guy in the middle to free up, like you said, space for um, Wayne Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, or if they – um, want to get a safety to uh, pair with a potential, potential first round corner and digs. Like, do you, if first of all, do you think that changes this year? And if it's so, which one, which position has a bigger chance of changing or better chance of changing? Um, I think defensive tackle has a better chance of changing. Um, okay. and I think that because we saw that you know kind of track record in Green Bay a little bit. Um, I also look back at the history of the Dallas Cowboys drafts, and they, they just don't draft safeties. Like, they just yeah. don't care about them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, they've at least spent some resources on defensive tackle. It might not have been a, a traditional one technique, but yeah. to be fair, they haven't really played that style of defense in a really long time. Um, mm-hmm. And so I do think defensive tackle is probably the better chance. My hope okay. is that they look at somebody who they can get on the cheap, uh, like a Malik Hooker. Um, to come in and possibly be a free agent safety on a prove-it deal, one-year type thing, um, and then also look in the NFL draft. There's not a ton of those guys in this draft class. It's just, I hate mm-hmm. to say it, but they're, they're just not there. 
Um, but you can look at, at that direction a little bit in the draft. Um, are there any guys on the defensive line that you're looking at, you know, these defensive ends, defensive tackles that you want to, you know, stay, go? Uh, linebackers, stay, go. Um, do you want to make any wholesale changes? I mean, again, I don't think I'm the only one, but I would not be sad to see 54 leave. Um, now, what are the odds that they cut a guy they just gave an extension to? Um, I don't think those are great. I think Jerry loves Jalen. I think this team, at least the front office, loves him and wants to have him back. But I just don't see any positive value he brings to the team at, at this stage. Um, again, I mean, I know he hasn't had a great defensive line to work behind. Um, I know it's not just him that's struggling, but I just don't see what he brings to the table that makes his defense any better, especially with the amount of snaps he plays. Now, if they want to give him a reduced role, maybe he uh, performs better. Um, other than that, I don't know what the price tag is going to be, but I would like to see them bring, try to bring Alan Smith back. Um, do you think there's a chance that they can get him back on a on a friendly deal, or do you think he's going to uh, demand too much on the open market? Like, What are your thoughts there? I know they had that opportunity to, I believe, trade him to Seattle earlier in the year, um, but they passed that up. Do you think they passed that up because they think he'll be back, or did they pass it up because they thought they were going to run to the playoffs and they thought he could help them with that? I don't know. I don't know yeah. if they're going to be able to get him, but I don't know what his yeah. value is going to be. Somebody who mm-hmm. didn't play for almost five years yeah, in the NFL and then you know came on really strong in the first couple of weeks of the season and then mm-hmm. faded away pretty much. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see where his stock ends up being in the mm-hmm. offseason. Um, but if he's cheap I, or inexpensive, I, I wouldn't mind having him back at all. Yeah, I wouldn't break the bank on him, but I do think he's a guy that would be a good good guy to bring back. Um, obviously, he flashed a lot early on in the season. He did fade down the stretch. He did have his struggles, but um, I think this deep, this locker room and this roster just needs as much talent as possible, and I think he, he I think his first year back from five seasons, I think he did show enough to warrant a spot back, but yeah, I'm with you. I, I would want it to be on a cheap deal. Is there a guy that I guess that you're looking at that you want to uh, like? God, I really want this guy back, or or uh, kind of like Jay, me with Jalen. Is there anybody you want off the roster or anything like that? Um, if you can save money post June one with Jalen, I would like to do that. Um, just because I would like to save a little bit of money, and for me, I think if you get to save four or five million dollars off of what his cap hit would have been. I kind of think that it's a win because mm-hmm. I don't know, like I don't even think his his play is worth five million dollars, um, and you're yeah. paying him, you know, ten or whatever it is next year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I think if you could do that, that would be really big. Um, and then outside of that, you know, if you want to talk to me about possibly moving Jordan Lewis to free safety, I might be able to have that conversation, uh, you know, on a one-year prove-it deal type thing. Like, hey, can you play – can you – Figure out how to play this position in yeah. and then try to go make yourself some money elsewhere instead mm-hmm. of going somewhere else and possibly, you know, flaming out completely at slot corner. Yeah. Uh, so I think that that might be an opportunity, you know, for somewhere that he can actually start because, you know, at this point, 
there aren't many great options to look at at free safety, and you definitely need somebody to yeah. compliment Donovan Wilson. Hey, um, Wilson's been coming on strong. I don't know if you wanted to touch on that at all, but I, I just I, I really want to commend Cowboys Twitter. Honestly, yeah. I, I I truly do because immediately they were like, "This kid's got it." This kid's got it. We we saw the turnovers in preseason. He didn't play at all. And then it was like, well, what's yeah. wrong? And then, yeah. you know, he comes out this year and has been one of the top three or four defenders on the defense. Him and Randy Gregory, who's a, mm-hmm. another guy who, you yeah. know, if you can get a team-friendly extension exactly. done with him, yeah. that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, those are two guys I think that you can start to build – or not build, but rebuild this defense up a little bit because you have guys you think can be competent starters. Because if you look at it, what do you have? Tank, mm-hmm. who you can who you can count on to be on the field. Because I would put LVE yeah. in this category as well, but you can't count on LVE to play. And so we talked me, about this. Yeah, me and Connor kind of talked about that a couple weeks ago. Just how many players are you confident yeah. on the defensive it's, sides? It's Tank. It's yeah. it's Gregory. Mm-hmm. It's you don't really have a lot of... You know, Donovan days. Wilson looks yeah. great, and I yeah. think that Trayvon Diggs has yeah. more ups than he has downs. Yeah. You know, even That's though he'll be, a, right yeah. Yeah, he'll, he'll be a high-variance type of player. He's really aggressive. He's a ball hawk as well, um, and he'll get beat every once in a while. But, you know, those are the kind of the four guys you kind of have to build off of and, and yeah. see where you can take it. Um And so, yeah, I, I think, you know, getting a one technique and getting another corner is the, the biggest needs for this team um and then safety would probably be my third um and that's just because you, i don't think you can find an elite free safety if you can get an actual legitimate elite free safety i personally this is my personal opinion you can use an elite cover one you know back end center field free safety is the most important position on defense because it opens up what you can do from a run fit and coverage standpoint um, because you do not have to trust your corners as much. Um, and so that, that's kind of my feeling on that. But yeah. with you there. that's it. <laughs> that's all we got. The season's <laughs> over. It's draft time. Maybe it's off-season time. Season flew by. Yeah, it did. And uh, honestly, it it did. Um, and I'm glad. I mean, it, we, we didn't really have, you know, a ton of, you know, COVID issues or anything like that here in Dallas. Things yeah. generally went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, awful injury luck this year. Um, and it was a weird year overall. So if you get your bad injury luck in a weird year anyways, mm-hmm. you'll take that. Um, yeah. And hope that you have a more, you know, a healthier season next year. And uh, we'll try to get this sure. thing done. We'll be back yeah. during training camp yeah. and here uh, talking to Star. Um, talking to Draft, we'll be back next week. Uh, will you be with us for that, Cole? Hey, if y'all want me, if y'all want me on, I'll be on. Uh, yeah, if you're gonna down, watch, to you. yeah, man, if you're going to watch the prospects, you might as well hop on yeah, with us. For sure, for sure. Let's dig All into right. the draft. All right, tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, you can follow me on at Cole L. Patterson on Twitter. Um, I'll get my thoughts on you know, Dallas Cowboys and Mississippi State. <laughs> yeah, um, you can follow me at Dalton B. Miller on Twitter. Um, you can follow my work at the Pro Football Network. Um, and um, on my YouTube channel, which will be starting this upcoming week. So exciting. Yeah. Check that out on YouTube. Subscribe to that. 
maybe watch it every day. I don't know. Well, let's see where it goes. Subscribe. Um, yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I love you all. I love the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll be back next year. Thank <laughs> you.